Welcome inside the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Danny and Bush coming at you with a mock draft. We're not coming at you with a best ball mock today. We figured we'd give it a skip because those are a pain in the ass to record. But still, (laughs) make sure you check out uh, drafters and use our promo code when you sign up. But today we're using the Draft Wizard as we usually do because you can just you can bang out these mock drafts super quick and uh, and they're really fun to do and you don't have to worry about people taking bullshit players at the beginning of the draft. So um, we're attacking it from the seven slot where Danny's picking and I'm picking at the twelve slot. For sure, for sure. And uh, yeah, from the seventh slot, I kind of wanted to give it a little perspective. I kind of always either take the, the start starting four picks of the draft or the tail end of the draft because I ultimately usually don't like picking in the middle. But I kind of wanted to give you guys a little look at how your team would turn out in the middle. So at the seventh slot here, I currently have Clyde Edwards Hilaire as my next highest rated player. So I mean, you got those top five running backs. Obviously, uh, actually, Austin Eckler would be the next highest, but we're playing it out in your scenario. Austin Eckler would be the second round pick you would take. So although I know Bush is going to take him of the turn, like if you're playing it from your draft slot, you would want to play the ADP here. And given that the players are so close and you could potentially get Eckler at the later pick, you would take Hilaire. Uh, so I, I'm going to take Hilaire here. And then I would be under the assumption oh, that he went. Eckler would have a chance. Wow, he actually went? Yeah, he went. Wow. Yeah. So Okay, well, that, that, that just surprised both of us because I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. Like, um, so this know. is a half PPR mock draft and uh, the, the starting rosters are basically what you would assume. It's just a single quarterback league, but I'm going to pick the two guys that I, I tweeted about in the same tweet. And I basically said, they're the same player, except one for some reason people think have has pass catching upside. And then the other one who actually does potentially have pass catch, catching upside because of the whole unknown of the whole situation, Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon. I'm going to pick them back to back right here. Yeah. Damn. That's going to leave me. It's probably going to leave me no running backs. Our... We got Aaron Jones. Though. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, well, that, that's perfect. So, uh, ultimately here, I have Hilaire secured. Uh, obviously, like, you're looking at those receivers. We see Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin. Pretty standard there. I'm going to go with uh, – you know what? I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake on this one. Again, he is my next highest rated running back. He's my RB12. Him, Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb are the 12, 13, 14, respectively, right now. With Kenyon Drake, I've said it before. If you're taking him at the end of the first round, he does present a lot of risk because we haven't seen him do it for more than that real eight-game stretch at the end of last year. But, man, if he's able to do it, that 19.9 PPR points per game, he was able to provide eight rushing touchdowns. I mean, he was the epitome, the epitome of a league winner last year. And in your second round, as your second drafted player, he has top three overall running back type upside. So pairing him here, pair him here with a guy like Kyle Slayer, I'll do that. Second round player, I'm, I'm more than fine taking Kenyon Drake at that draft slot. Yep, and probably going to see a you know, decent run of receivers off the board here. Yeah, they're coming off the board now. Yeah, uh, but the one guy who I am absolutely super glad that made it to me is my wide receiver six in – Full PPR, uh, so he would probably be around. I, I got to check my half PPR ranks, but he's probably around my wide receiver eight and half PPR because then a guy like Mike Evans, a guy like Allen Robinson, kind of figure in there. But I mean, DJ Moore to me has just got—he's got legitimate elite tier wide receiver uh, upside. Like he, I would not be shocked if he entered that DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin type tier for next year. I mean, plain and simple, I have him over those guys. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended in, entered into that top five. I really love DJ Moore this year. I think he's going to be an absolute dynamite pick, especially in the third round. And as I said in our, N- our NFC South video, he is going to be a league winner. If he's going in your third round as your third drafted player, he is going to be a league winner. 
Yep, totally agree there. I'm looking at the running backs here. Man, Melvin Gordon's pretty intriguing. I kind of want him at the back end of the third round here. I'm just a little worried that I'm not going to have any receivers when they get back to me. Ugh. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going to try the three straight running backs to start the draft. I'm going to go Melvin Gordon. And then with my next pick, I'm going to go, because I, I might be a little less on receivers, I'm going to go with someone who I believe is very safe in Robert Woods. And okay. uh, I'm definitely going to – I think he's locking down my wide receiver one slot. No questions asked. He's probably going to be a, around that wide receiver 8 to 12 range, like locked and loaded like he always is. For sure. So uh, I'm back on the clock here at the 406. And I'm staring at a guy in Calvin Ridley, who I have said multiple times is due for his breakout. We saw him last year on 93 targets. He's always been a really good touchdown guy. We know that Julio Jones lacks in that department. But when you're breaking down the Falcons offense, 256 vacated targets from last year. Ultimately, even if you supplemented 300 total targets between Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, so that would be a 50 target increase for Calvin Ridley next year. That's still 206 vacated targets. For the whole offensive contract between basically Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Hayden Hurst, and Russell Russell Gage and Todd Gurley. I mean, plain and simple, this guy is basically a lock, in my opinion, to be a top 14 receiver with ultimate top eight upside if he's able to hit. And we know he can do it from both the volume game and the and the touchdown game. I am through the roof to have him as my wide receiver two in this format. Uh, plain and simple, the amount of upside that Calvin Ridley possesses is league winning. So. I really like that pick. And back on the clock here, I mean, you you don't have to look past the top of the board. I'm taking Terry McLaurin, and I'm not looking back. I mean, <laughs> easy. <laughs> yep. You're and I'm looking at who's on the board right now. Ugh, I'm kind of mad that I waited on receiver. But I do I, I do really like Stephon Diggs. I went on a, a Notorious Fantasies channel, and I did a bold prediction saying that Stephon Diggs has top five upside and he could be a top five receiver. Basically the argument I gave was that Stefan Diggs has never been used in the slot. He's never been used in the red zone, mainly because Adam Thielen and Kyle Rudolph and, and Dalvin cook have been used in those areas of the field. And in Buffalo with the first round pick and like, and then some that they gave up for him, they could have uh, a role like that in mind for him, similar to what Devonte Adams, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson get in their respective offenses. So I'm looking at another receiver here, but I just really don't like the value of guys like T.Y. Hilton and, and A.J. Green. Actually, oh, Julian Edelman's on the board. I'm actually going to go with him. The guy I would have said was Michael Gallup, but that's fine. Uh, the guy I'm going to take here is actually uh, – he's actually your boy. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it back to me, so uh, I'm not going to take the chance. He's a top 20 running back, plain and simple. Lock him up. More than fine with that. Let's go. Ronald Jones. Yeah, if just just if you take anything away from this mock draft and you're in your actual draft in the next like week or two, and Ronald Jones is not a fifth round pick, it means you got him out of value. And actually, probably a fourth round pick is where he should be going. But fully agree there. Yeah, like and if uh, he's there in the sixth round, like again, I'll pick him every time. So I fully agree there. And now I'm looking on the board, and uh, to me here, uh, the two real names that truly stand out at the receiver position are Marvin Jones and Brandon Cooks. I currently have Brandon Cooks a little bit higher simply because in terms of an overall ability to be the number one on their offense, Brandon Cooks is stepping in and ultimately he has the potential to be the number one target for Deshaun Watson. You know how much Bush loves Deshaun Watson in terms of the talent. He is a very talented player. I am in full agreement there. The number one receiver on a Deshaun Watson offense is going to be a virtual lock as a top 15 option weekly. Now, 
Will Fuller's there. I fully agree. They're probably going to rotate weeks on who's the number one for that current week. But both of them, at the end of the season, should be top 30, at the minimum, top 35 options. So getting a guy like Brandon Cooks, if he's able to supplement that wide receiver run role on that Deshaun Watson offense, we could be seeing the round round seven draft placement as an absolute steal at the end of the year. Yep, for sure. And I'm going to go with a guy who – I don't want to say I've cooled on lately, but I, I do still think he has like tremendous upside. It's mainly because I've risen on his teammate uh, more so than what I was before. And that's Deontay Johnson. I think anytime Big Ben's been healthy, he's been able to support multiple fantasy receivers. And I think it's not going to be any different with Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster this year. And with my second pick, since I already have three running backs, I can afford to take kind of a gamble here. So I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins because he doesn't have to start for me. He's basically, and I have my flex positions kind of locked down as well. J.K. Dobbins is a pure upside guy for me, and I think this the eight, beginning of the eighth round is about the time that I feel comfortable taking him. For sure, for sure. I really like the value there. And uh, the guy I'm going to be going with is my value from Thursday's video. When you're seeing this, this will be Tuesday, and it's going to be Hayden Hurst, my tight end six. Getting him here in the eighth round is tremendous value for, as I mentioned, the amount of vacated production that Atlanta is going to be seeing next year. Yes, I already have Calvin Ridley. He's going to be a top 12 receiver. But then I'm also going to be getting Hayden Hurst, who's going to be a top six tight end. Don't sleep. Hayden Hurst, lock it in. I am absolutely satisfied taking him there and making him as my tight end. Uh, and then I'm going to be back on the clock here. So I got Christian Kirk's going to be available. A couple of running backs I like. A bunch of bad running backs uh, just went. Yeah. Oh, my God. Darius guy's still going. Yikes. Yowzers. Uh, I am actually going to lock up Christian Kirk here. Ah, I do think, damn it. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I, I do think uh, there's going to be enough volume for him to really have his own role in that uh, Arizona Cardinals offense. Again, we've mentioned multiple times the air raid type system that they run is going to allow all their receivers to really, truly uh, perform. I mean, I still think him and Larry Fitzgerald are going to be heavily involved in the offense, plain and simple. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is there, but this is not a DeAndre Hopkins that's going to see a 30% target market share. So locking in Christian Kirk here as that wide receiver two in the ninth round, I'll take that any day of the week. Yep. And I'm looking at the board right now. I don't really love the value on the board. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of tight end. Uh, do I want to take Johnny Smith though? I guess I kind of have to. He's not going to get back to me. So I'm going to go with Johnny Smith who is currently my tight end eight, I believe. So I'm definitely comfortable with him here. Even picking him ahead of guys like Jared Cook and Rob Gronkowski might seem like a surprise to some, but that's, I think that's where John Smith belongs. I think he belongs ahead of those guys. Um, I'm not going to lie. Alex Madison is kind of tempting right now. Uh, I'm going to go with rugs. I'm going to take Henry rugs here. I, I know I've, I've definitely talked about him a lot. I think, He's get him and Brian Edwards are getting a lot of hype out of camp right now, and I think rightfully so. I think they have plans to use both of them. They've mentioned using uh, rugs in the slot. They're going to use them on on the short stuff, the the screen passes, the the jet sweeps, the the slant routes, the drag routes, all that stuff. Get the ball in his hands and let him do work after the catch. For sure, I fully agree there. Now uh, I'm looking at the board right now, and uh, as my RB four, I'm just going to go for a full upside play again. As I mentioned, I have I know I'm actually going to take Antonio Gibson. Because I'm looking oh, at shit. later, I'm looking. About him. I'm looking at later in the season, and I think at, uh, for the second half of the season, Antonio Gibson can really provide that value. So I'm gonna snag him here, tenth round. I really do think as my RB four, I can I can play it slow with him, and by the end of the season, he's gonna be an elite winning type player for me. So 
definitely happy with him there. And then I'm going to double down at running back in the 11th round because I have Kenyon Drake. We've mentioned multiple yeah, times. Kenyon, Kenyon Drake and Alex – or Kenyon Drake and Dalvin Cook are the two backs you really want their handcuffs for simply because they've got the most question marks, I feel, out of the top 14 or so backs. So lock it down, Chase Edmonds. You, you knew it right away as soon as I mentioned it. Perfectly fine with that. And I feel pretty set at the running back position. So really happy with how this draft's turning out. Yeah, there is no running backs left on the board that I even like would consider good. So, yeah, like, AJ <laughs> Dillon is my next highest rated running back, and it's not a fucking chance in hell I would pick him. Um, I'm just looking around at the positions right now. I'm not really seeing too much that I like, so I might go to the quarterback position where I have a tier break between Matthew Stafford and the next um, highest available guys here. I know I can get a guy like Gardner Minshew late, but. I think this is appropriate value for a guy like Matthew Stafford, who is like, let's face it, he's a lot safer than Gardner Minshew just because he's, we've seen it from him uh, like plenty times before, especially when he's on the field. So I'll lock down Matt Stafford there. And then with my other pick, um, I'm going to go with just a pure upside play and I'm just going to grab Mike Kosicki. I already have Johnny Smith, but to me, this just kind of virtually guarantees that I have one of those kind of breakout tight ends. Between one of those two guys, I definitely think one of them is going to break out and become an every week starter in uh, in my fantasy lineup. So I definitely, and I, de- I have said this before, I don't hate stacking two high upside tight ends because we've mentioned it on numerous occasions. High upside tight ends is how you win championships. For sure. You're, you're fully uh, correct there. Uh, I'm going to uh, stack on my wide receiver six here. And it's a guy that you have talked about exclusively on this channel multiple times. And that's going to be Bashad Perriman. I do think he's going to be that number one target on the Jets offense and getting him here as my wide receiver six, really complimenting that overall studly receiving core I've, I've built. I'm more than fine taking here in the 12th round as that potential number one target for Sam Darnold. So lock him up there. And then uh, on the way back, as we see a bunch of crappy running backs go, that's, that's fun. I, I'm going to take my quarterback here. And uh, it's a guy that me and you have actually been pretty divided on. He is risky, but man, the upside that this guy has, if he hits, is going to be tremendous. It's going to be Cam Newton. He's currently my quarterback 12 rank, so I'm probably going to have to take another quarterback just to supplement the risk. But overall here, that talent, top 12 upside. He's in the system in uh, New England, really, where he's going to be able to lead uh, that team. I mean, he's coached by the best coach in NFL history. We've seen Multiple times on occasion, whenever he's played at least 15 games, he's been a quarterback seven or better. Yes, the injury concerns are there, but I'm fine with taking that risk on him in the 13th round for a guy with that much upside. Yep, no doubt. And, ah, oh, man, Jarek McKinnon was actually who I was going to pick. Yeah. Shit, okay. Um, okay, my next – this is like, to me, uh, this guy and Reichwell Armstead are like the last two running backs I would even draft in a redraft league. So I'm going to go with Anthony McFarlane Jr. Great, great. here. I think he's going to – I think they have an idea of a role for him. I don't think he's going to be like the handcuff to James Conner. I think he's going to be valuable while James Conner is valuable personally. So we'll, we'll just see. I, I, he's someone I could definitely see myself dropping after like a couple of weeks, but it's a, it's a high upside play for my bench. And speaking of high upside, uh, I might own this guy in every single redraft league if he's going to continue to go this late, and that's Michael Pittman Jr. This dude is, is okay. this year's A.J. Brown. I have said it for months now, and it's – when it happens, I'm going to claim victory on it. I, I, I'm full of full agreements there. I actually forgot about him. I probably would have taken him over Brashad Perriman, for the record. But uh, great pick there, great value. Now, I mentioned the risk that it comes with Cam Newton, and we only have two picks left. So I'm sorry. It's probably a dagger to your heart. 
But yeah, Daniel going, Jones is honestly who I would pick because you don't have to start him right away. That's fair, but I mean, Gardner Minshew is my guy here. Yeah, uh, it's going to be unfortunate for you because I know you, I know you love him as well. But man, like the risk that I have with Cam Newton, I'm just going to take Gardner Minshew. One of those two is going to hit, and if they do, the upside is going to be tremendous. So I'm definitely happy with ah, that. Ah, damn it, Joe Burrow! Fuck. Fuck. Uh, as we see, Jason uh, got picked. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't be, don't be that guy. God. Why is <laughs> Lucas. Lucas is in the draft with us, man. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, the more talented uh, well, guy that's actually played on Dallas last year. I'm going to take my boy, Blake Balake Jarwin himself. Tight end two on my team. I, I am stoked with this roster. This is a fucking dynamite team. Yeah, I like. I really like my team as well. And my quarterback does have some risk to him because he was like he had a back injury last year. And man, do I want to go upside with my other quarterback? Kind of. Ugh. Are you going golf or Bridgewater? Bridgewater is kind of who I'm looking at, but golf yeah. is like I, I think golf is like a, a tier above all these guys personally. So that's fair. Actually, you know what? I can afford to go pure upside, so I'm not going to go with either of those guys, and I'm going to pick Drew Locke. Horse cock, hoo-hoo, yeah. as it doesn't even show a grade for me. It just shows blank out of 100. That's cool. I'm still on the clock? Okay. I got a C. Yikes. I got a C plus. What? <laughs> Whatever. It's probably like it's still the Bobby Sylvester system over here. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know how well that system works on the internet because uh, that guy got canceled for a valid reason. But, Based on my and- <laughs> own cheat sheet, I actually did worse than against DCR, which makes no sense. I didn't even make a cheat sheet on here. Or I didn't implement it. Oh, wait, it. wait, wait. Never mind. Based on my own cheat sheet. Sorry. Based on my own cheat sheet, I ranked first. So that's – I'm following my ch- own shit. How do I check my cheat sheet? Do I have a cheat sheet? I, I, I uploaded a cheat sheet. You have to use your oh. expert forum. I, I didn't even make one. Yeah. It says, it says I got lost with it, but I didn't even use one. <laughs> so uh, let's go over our team rosters. Uh, I, really, I really like my team, especially yeah, on the bench. So my starting lineup is uh, Matt Stafford, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods and Stephon Diggs. Um, I don't know why Mike Gusecki is my starting tight end. I would probably put Jonu Smith there. Melvin yeah. Gordon, Julian Edelman are my two flexes. And then on my bench, it's just straight upside. I got J.K. Dobbins, Deontay Johnson, Jonu Smith, who I mentioned, Henry Ruggs, Drew Locke, Michael Pittman, and Anthony McFarlane Jr. For sure. Definitely a solid squad there. And then on my team, I have Superman, Cam Newton, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kenyon Drake, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, Terry McLaurin, Ronald Jones, Brandon Cooks, Christian Kirk, Chase Edmonds, Antonio Gibson, Blake Jarwin, Rashad Perriman, and mustache man himself, Gardner Minshew. Man, like so. half, your, half your team came from the 2018 draft class because you got Moore, Ridley, <laughs> Jones, Hurst, <laughs> Kirk, Edmonds. Like half your team is from that draft class. <laughs> Literally. Gotta love that very talented class for a reason. Am I right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But yeah, uh, again, this was this half PPR 12-team mock. Again, I was mocking from the seventh spot. Bushy, Bushy over here with the 12 spot. We attacked that draft again. We're going to have these mock drafts pretty much every week for you guys. If you guys have any suggestions in the comment section, you want to see a standard, full PPR, 10-team, 12-team, 14-team, whatever you guys want to see. Scoring Except settings. IDP, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that anymore. That's not good uh if you guys want to want want to see anything make sure you leave it down in the comment section and if you guys have made it thus far make sure you like comment down below how we did and subscribe to the channel i know we say this every video but we got to harp on it for seo purposes but 
We love you guys. Tune in for next video. And uh, yeah, we're going to be signing out. So anything you want to add, Corey? Nope. Make sure you check out the draft guide. Link is in the description. A lot of value packed into that thing for like three bucks if you prove that you're subscribed. So peace out, guys. Enjoy your Tuesday.